Hi, I'm Jamie. And I'm Scott. And welcome to God or Not, the podcast where truth springs from argument among friends. This is episode number four. And coming up, Scott and I will be talking about morality. Also in this episode, low blow. So grab your popcorn, sit back, and enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, please direct your attention to the center ring. This is the God or Not Podcast. We're in for a great night of civil discourse here as these two warriors are wrapped up and ready to go. And now, let's get ready to dialogue! Episode number four. This is three more than I anticipated <laughs> when we first got started. <laughs> yeah. So so we've already quadrupled your expectations. Uh, we have. If only <laughs> my stocks and my mutual funds had done as well. Yeah, um, well. I might be do? doing this podcast from my yacht. <laughs> uh, or having, having you know, your staff do it for you. That's right. But instead, <laughs> here we are. That's okay. Now, so now you're anyhow, stuck with uh, me. I, I, well, I wouldn't say stuck. Sometimes I'd say stuck with you. Yeah. Uh, other times it's not so bad. That's uh, why it's so, stuck, right? That's right. That's yeah. why it's stuck. <laughs> so today, uh, we were, if you remember right, we were going to have a discussion about morality. So we had talked about objective uh, morality in an earlier episode, and yep. and it's such a huge topic and so rich in ammunition. And there's so many weeds that we were going to move into morality part two. Right. And uh, what we got instead, though, what I think what our listeners are going to be surprised with um, is that it really isn't much about morality. Um, we well, had, kind of. I mean, there were bit, there were bits in there. Sure. You know, we, but we, we uh, um, that's kind of the underlying uh, underlying stuff there. Yeah, it was it was. I would say more though, um, some kind of nuts and bolts, kind of inner workings of the podcast. So when when Scott and I decide to uh, do a topic and things like that, obviously there's twice as much, maybe three times as much discussion um, right. about how we're going to do it. Um, you know, who's going to take the burden of proof, things like mm -hmm. that. And this happened to be one of those conversations. And when we were done, we thought, boy, this this was a good learning experience for us. And also we yeah. thought, well, maybe it might benefit our listeners. Maybe they'll be able to listen to it and think, well, hey, two yeah. people can work things out and, and and come to some kind of um some kind of agreement. So it was a it was a nice um discussion and 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 I think uh, uh things came to a head, but then we were able to uh plow through and work some things out. Yeah, so this is kind of like uh, uh, an example of what maybe one of our planning sessions would sound like, you know, because we were kind of discussing, okay, we're, we want to do this and how are we going to approach it and that kind of thing. And so so it was really, it's like a meta discussion, really. We were talking about how we were going to structure the actual discussion, which was to come later. Right. And right. so there was, uh, there was obviously some disagreement, um, but ultimately you and I are both pretty, pretty hard headed. And I think that we uh, both decided that, uh, you know, come hell or high water here, we we're going to make this <laughs> thing happen. So uh, 
Uh, we just, um, you know, we've had several of these discussions. This just happened to be one that, that we, we caught um, and we got on uh, recording. And so we decided that we'd, we'd go ahead and, and share it and uh, would be really interested to hear what you guys think. Um, yeah. if, if you think that this is uh, a good way to communicate, if you guys think we did a, a good job of kind of working out some of our differences. And uh, so we would um, uh, love to hear what you think. And uh, at the end of the show, we'll give you information there on how you could, uh, you could uh, get in touch with us. And speaking of getting yep. in touch with us, since our launch, we've gotten all kinds of uh, pretty good feedback. Uh, Scott, what uh, what have you been yep. hearing? Well, we're a week into it now, and then you know some of the feedback is starting to trickle in. Um, you know, we did get uh, we did start to get some emails coming in, and and uh, I think we've decided we're going to uh, at some point soon, maybe even next episode, we're going to respond to some of that email we've been we've been responding via email but we're thinking maybe including some of the more interesting tidbits in a in a listener mail segment and so um so all the listeners out there if you have questions or comments about the show uh email in to us maybe you know maybe you'll be featured on one of these uh you know these email uh, listener mail segments uh also indicate in your email now we're not going to guarantee that you're going to get on the show or anything, but but just in case, um, tell us whether or not it's okay to use your name. Otherwise, we're going to assume that we you know we won't use your name, right? And so um, we will, uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll be probably starting that next week. And uh, but uh, I did get some feedback on on Facebook, and one yep. one one particular uh, bit of feedback is that there's probably maybe maybe a little too much banter between you and I. Um, right <laughs> from uh, isn't that but the whole we point both, of the show? I thought well, that was like the talk. main thing. Like, yeah. like uh, my wife says, I could talk a leg off a table, which yeah. is uh, which is probably true. But yeah, you, um, we got a minister and a teacher. Okay, sit back and relax. Yeah, we're going to be talking here, so just you know, <laughs> you you knew what it was when you signed up. So. That's right. But <laughs> so that's, you know what? In, in all in all fairness, we, we, we love to hear uh, things like that uh, because that'll help us focus. And kind of guide how we structure things, and so right, of course we, right. we can't guarantee that we're going to uh, obviously do all these kind of things if if you send them to us. But um, you know what, I, I will say for for that person who put that that out there on Facebook that that we are um, that these conversations will probably get shorter as right. as we get better at it and as we as we progress through some of these episodes. I think you'll see some of the discussions, uh, you know, some of these uh, prior discussions. Uh, you know, maybe the appetizer, you know, won't, won't be mm -hmm. quite as long and, and we'll be able to get to the main course um, uh, quick, you know, more quickly. So, that, But I you got to cut us a little bit of slack here. We, this is we're just started, right? This is our, right. just our brand new. <laughs> we're excited about this thing. We want to talk about it. We want to, you know, and so, you know, just like any movie, there is some exposition that needs to take place here. That's so, right. so, um, so, you know, so hopefully we'll get a lot of the explanation out and uh, it's kind of ironic that I'm rambling on right That's now, right. explaining was, about how we're going to be explaining. <laughs> I was just going to say, <laughs> with that in mind, so uh, without I'll further ado, <laughs> yes, without without further ado, the God or Not podcast gives you episode four. This is titled uh, Morality Part Two. This is the main event, round two. All right, we're recording.
no. So uh, I don't know. It just seems to me that um, if you assume that naturalism is true, mm-hmm. and then and then we and then we try to decide if we could have or arrive at some kind of objective basis given that. And then we say, well, if theism is true, would it make sense of objective moral vice, which makes the most sense of objective moral values? Well, I would argue that mine does either way. Even if there is a God, I would still argue that, that uh, you know, paying attention to well-being makes more sense to be a moral standard. Than God's objective standards? If there is a God, like you would Definitely. have to know, no, you yeah. would ha- you would have to know what God's. I wouldn't goal care what is. God's impression was. I wouldn't care. No, you. That but, doesn't matter to me. Okay, I'll still so, make the argument that it's better to be concerned about world well being than it is to care about what God is wants to do or cares to do. But what we're trying to find out is what makes the most sense. Right. Of objective that's a, that's what I would. Argue. Yep. I agree. And I think it would make more sense to use well-being as a standard for moral values. But see, well-being, be, but well, well-being is a part of mine. Could be a part of mine as well. It's I, just that's not my, my point. It's just not my yardstick. It, it's it's not the thing that is uh, dictating. It's just part of the thing. So, right. and, so I, God, and I would argue that using that not using it as the thing, it, using other things. As, as your yardstick would make less sense. I, I claim you don't even have a yardstick. I, I'm, I'm claiming you, you may have up. See, what I'm saying is I think that objective moral values um, and human flourishing is, mm-hmm. is uh, an offset of the yardstick. It's not the yardstick itself. Oh, I disagree. It's it's, well, but see, that's what we have to decide. What Mm -hmm. is the objective standard? Under naturalism, does that make sense? Under theism, which is which makes more sense? God's objective, you know. If if there is no God, can you really have a yardstick? And my answer is no, you can't. Oh, definitely. I I you definitely can. Well, and, see, that's why would, we're having objective moral right. state too, <laughs> right? And so, and so, I would argue that I mean, but but if we're gonna if we're gonna approach it a different way, because my my understanding was that you were using this as some sort of evidence for God. Well, you're using and, and it as evidence for naturalism. I no, I wasn't. So, what are you using it as evidence for? That you have an objective moral standard. I, I'm I'm basing it. I'm using it as a counterexample to the moral argument to show that the moral argument does not support belief, you know, that there is a God. The moral argument depends on the, the assumption that you cannot have an objective moral standard without a God. And I'm saying, yes, you can. And okay. Well, let's, well, let's have this discussion then. I'm ready. So, well, so let's well, no, I mean, no, it, no, no. So let's no, let's do this. Let's let's make this the 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 um uh the standard then. Which best uh which best fits an objective moral standard? Um, naturalism or theism? 
Okay, well, that's going to scratch. I mean, that's well, then know, what, basically well, what's throwing your, out most of the most of the what's outline. Your prep? All right, well, so then what's your question? Like, like what, 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 what are we talking about? What am I trying to defend? Well, again, my, my assumption was, and I, apparently I was mistaken and you know, I'll, I'll own that and that's fine. Um, no, I, my, I, I may have been completely wrong, dude. I'm not, I'm not pinning on anybody. I just want to know what, what you want to talk about tonight. My, my assumption is that cause we're, I was, I was assuming that we were using this as part as this was one of your four, you know, your four pillars, right? Your four uh, mm-hmm. evidences for God, right. you know, the moral argument, which basically says you can't have a, you know, you can't have an objective moral standard without a God. Right. Premise two, we do have objective moral standards. Therefore right. there is a God. Okay. And so yeah. my, my, my argument, my whole presentation about using, uh, you know, well-being as, a, uh, as a moral standard is to, um, be a counterexample to the first premise. So you're basically saying th- that this can be the yardstick. What I'm what I'm saying is that we can have an objective, a reasonable objective moral standard without a god. Okay, let's and, do and, it. And, and and what that does is that 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 counters that first premise. And I mean, is that how? I mean, am I off there or, or what? Well, no, what, what it, were you thinking? It that? was well, I was just for some reason, I was thinking that part two wasn't any any different discussion, just um, an extension of the first one. So we were just basically going to be talking about what best represents or what best um, um, um why am I? I'm having a brain fart here. What best explains objective moral mm. values, theism or naturalism? I, okay. I thought I thought we were having kind of a uh, just a kind of a take two um, in in this subject matter being the same. We're just we're just continuing the fight. Okay. And what you're saying is is that you wanted to take. Um, a slightly different angle on it, um, just kind of based on what we said last time, mm-hmm. and that's fine. If you want to take a different angle on it, I'm I'm fine with that. <clears throat> okay, well then, do we want to? I don't know. You know, I don't want to waste a week. Do we want to step back and reevaluate how we want to? I mean, because I don't want it to be. I don't want us to fall back into. Well, I suppose we got nothing to lose. Um, right. Yeah. You know, if we're going to if we're going to step back and maybe come back to it next week, you know, then, um, you know, like I said, we have nothing to lose. We can just try You know, we can just try it out this week. But I, I want right. before we go into it, I need I want to know kind of what we're talking about here. And I also don't. And I know that you're that you um, are sensitive to the not in a bad way, but you're you're yeah. you're sensitive to the um, um, to, yeah, right. uh, to a, the third a, horn. Yeah. Well, no, to atheists uh, hiding, and I, I don't want to give that impression. I don't want to. Well, I don't wanna... yeah, I don't think that you. I don't. But see, here's the thing. You know that I know that that's not the case. Of course, uh-huh. uh, you don't think that, do you? You don't think that I think you, you, you're dodging things, do you? I mean, heck, you're the one who engaged me to, to begin with. You, you <laughs> no, know what I, I'm saying? Like, there's it, no way I could possibly think that you're trying to dodge any of the questions because okay well that's fine I mean, I, but, with me. but uh, you know i when i said that i'm not 
I'm not defending naturalism here. It was not my intent. That that's what I thought. I didn't want you to think that I was stepping back from anything oh, there. No. Um, no, I and, understand. Um, you know, if if you want if you want to make this a, I have to support naturalism. We can. Um, that would be different than kind of what I was thinking here. Yeah, because um, I, I guess I see your I see I guess I see your point. Um, I'm I'm just trying to figure out like like how this would go. It's very nuanced. You know what I'm saying? Uh And so at least for me, it is, I I almost feel like it it would fall back into kind of the same, um, some of the same arguments and some of the same, you know what I'm saying? I I don't know if that's the case or not. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we can, we can give it a shot. I mean, we can give it a shot with kind of what you're talking about. And, um, and then, uh, and we could see how it goes. Let's well, how, how about we do it. this? How about we do this? Um, if uh, let's let's proceed under the assumption that all I'm trying to do here is question. So, I mean, that's really been my my position from the start, and I think we had a confusion on this uh, during the times that we've tried recording the uh, you know this the episode one discussion, and that is that. Um, I'm not trying to defend a particular um, position. I'm not trying to defend a naturalistic position, although I will if you want me to. Um, but what I've been, the way I've been structuring my thought and my argument is you say you have evidence for God, and I say you don't. Yeah, okay? see, I, I don't particularly care for that because I'm constantly on the defense. And maybe well, that, that's why that we've had the confusion. I because mm-hmm. I've just been playing offense too, you know. I, I mean, I, right. I I I think I've just been going back and forth with no regards to the like. So, mm-hmm. um, maybe that's where some of the confusions come in because I I don't like I like well, but, the arguments but, being both side but two sided. Right. You know, that's but, but I think, uh, that that's fine. Um, how about this? How about I mean, because because we're addressing your claim, right? You're, you're claiming that there's a God and that's what we're addressing. And that's why you're feeling like you're on the defensive because you are, because we're, because it's your claim. Now I want to be fair though. Um, and, and if you want to, you know, if you want me to defend something in particular, that's fine. I'm cool with that. And, and, you know, I'll tell you if I believe it and if I believe it, then I'll defend it. Um, and so I'm okay with that, but, you know, I just wanted to, to clear that up first when we're talking about your claim and, and there's a God that's your claim. Okay. And so if, when we're just, I want, I want your claim to be, there's not a God or I I don't, but I don't believe there's a God. I don't believe there's a God. Okay. You you believe you you don't believe there's a God and I believe there's a God. So let's, let's go at it from that vantage. Right. And so, and so to do that, um, what I'm saying is that, uh, that you don't have a a rational basis. And so in order for me to say that, I don't necessarily, you know, I'm trying, I'm the, I don't have to make a case that something else is true. All I have to do is make a case that your argument does not hold water. That's what I'm that's what I'm arguing here. And it once we get to a place where, 
you know, so it, so let's say, for example, theoretically, obviously, that let's say I do make that case that your argument doesn't hold water, that you can't support uh, a belief that there is a God. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, I would throw a party and invite you over and, and buy you a bus ticket. Um, <laughs> but Plane but ticket, um, first class, I'll be in mourning. OK, OK. All right. Deal. Deal. It's a deal. Um, but. You know, at once we get to that point, then we can deci- then we can talk about okay, well, what does it make sense to believe in then? If if we don't ha- if we can't support this belief, well, what can we what can we agree on? What can we? Yeah, you know, I'm where not should sure we build I like from that. There? Yeah, I'm not sure I like that. Um, like I said, because it does seem one sided. Now I know you're not that way, but mm. I don't I don't want um, like I want our podcast to be to be a back and forth. Uh, mm-hmm. Not just uh, well, he claims something. He claims there's a god. Well, let's see this evidence for such. Um, I, I want it to be what best, um, what, what best, um, you know. Um, um, gosh, dang it! Why is this word keep slipping my mind? Um, what best explains objective mm-hmm. moral values and duties? Naturalism. Okay. Or theism. What what best describes the beginning of the universe? Like our first one, the, the beginning of the universe was, I think you even put it on the word document. Was is it a, is it a natural cause or a supernatural one? Right. Uh, you, so so you like you were saying. Well, I think it's a natural cause, and I was saying, well, I think it's a supernatural cause, and so we were going well, back and forth. I was the way, I, and I, if I misphrased this on on the outline, then you know I'll I'll take the blame for that. But my what I was saying is, can we eliminate a natural cause? I'm not. I wasn't making an argument that it was a natural cause. I'm saying, have we eliminated that as a possibility? Because, but because, because don't you believe it was a natural cause? I don't really, I don't know. So you, right now, if you had to put money on it, you would say, I, I would split my bet. Half my bet, I think, I think I'm 50% uh, transcendent cause and 50% a natural cause. No, I wouldn't say that at all. I'd say there's okay, no reason so, to think that that was a supernatural cause. If I had right, to put so, money on it, right? See, I, I, because I know that there are natural things. I can see right. natural if, things, but I, I don't have any reason to think that there are supernatural things. Right. So if there are two, but he, I guess this is where my this whole lack of belief thing comes in. Mm-hmm. If there, if there are only two possibilities that we know of right now, that that, that we could think of right now. Well, let's discuss those. So you hold the view that you believe with some certainty that that there's a natural cause of the universe. And I hold the belief that it was a supernatural cause. And let's go to town and let's you know what I'm saying. I, See, I don't. But, but that, I don't I don't think that's what I'm saying. I don't think okay, that's what I'm saying. So but but. <sighs> it, right. It's kind of so, so, it's, so it, like- it's hard. It's hard for it's hard for me to. Um, to, to to want to do this when all I'm doing is playing defense, like I I, I don't I want you to make a claim at some point. I want uh-huh. you to support something at some point. Like okay, that's well then, how I wanted to go. Well, then let's shift. Let then, like I suggested uh, in that discussion we had about uh, you know the last time the recording that we made about uh, I can't remember what the topic was, but we but I said I said one way that if if that's if that's frustrating for you, then let's switch the question. 
Let's change the question. Instead of saying, is it naturalistic versus supernaturalistic? Then let's say, let's change the question to, is there a reasonable argument for a supernatural explanation? For that, I will make a claim and I will say, no, there is not, or at least nothing that I have seen is uh, is a is a good reason. If if you want if you want it to be a two way, you know, I have to pick a side. Right. I have to put my money down. Then that's where I would put my money. That's that's well, a thing I would be comfortable saying is that why couldn't the, we the make argument? It, sorry, why, go ahead. Why, why, yeah, why couldn't we make it something like, uh, you know, like what I thought it was? Like what what is the best? Um, explanation for the universe a natural or supernatural cause and because you take I, the natural I, be, cause and i take the supernatural cause because i'm i'm not comfortable eliminating supernatural causes i know i'm not comfortable eliminating natural causes either but i still try to do it like i'm not a hundred percent certain that there's a god 99 right. percent certain right okay but 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 i'm i'm i mean anything is possible really mm-hmm. anything is possible so uh, but I, I'm fairly certain it's a supernatural cause, just like I think you would say you're probably fairly certain it's a natural cause um, with, with what the evidence you, you think you have right now and your best evaluation of that. Boom. Like, I'm not well, trying to pin you I, I would on say something that, you don't believe. But right. I would say that with the caveat that I know very little. Well, that's fine. We, let, let's let's caveat all. We could caveat all our podcasts if you want in, in that regard. Like, hey, listen, we are only privy to so much information. It could totally not be this, but this is what I think it is, and this is what I'm going to defend. Okay. I mean, if so, you don't want to do that, I mean, we could take a step back again, and we could try well, to reevaluate what would best suit. So, may, so maybe I mis maybe I'm misunderstanding your position here. Maybe I should take my own advice and I should ask you and listen <laughs> listen to what you have to say. So, so let me ask you this: Do you know that there's a God? I guess knowledge would require like a level of certainty, correct? Mm-hmm. Right. But so, would you say so, that you know that there's a God? Would you? I mean, would you be comfortable saying that? Here's what I would say: I believe there's a God. Okay. Believe and know, I think, are two different. No would be certainty. I, like, I know at least that I exist. Mm-hmm. Right? I think I could know that with a certain... I think that's what we, they would call, like, a properly basic belief. Right? So, like, I know that. I'm, But I believe there's a God. So, it would be probably a little less certain mm-hmm. than that. Um, but I still feel comfortable making the claim there's a God. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So oh. I, I, and I think that's what a lot of naturalists believe, too, that 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 they would say, well, I mean, there might be something spiritual. I mean, like you've been pretty upfront about that. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. there might be. But I, I think it, I really do think it's something natural. I mean, I think that's probably. Well, well let me ask you this. Or, let yeah. me ask you this then. Do you think that there are natural things? Yes. Okay. So we so we disagree on the first one. You believe that there's a God. I don't believe there's a God. We agree on the second thing. We both believe that there are natural things going on. Right. Okay. So don't you think that that's a difference? Don't you think that there's a that that's a that's a tipping of the scales and of some sort there? Yeah. It just seems really awkward for me. I, I don't know if this is if if I'm. Um, I just, I don't know if this it just 
that seems weird to me to argue it kind of from that vantage, like that nuance, like, well, right. there's this tiny little, or, you know, there's this, that this is the difference. And so we're going to argue this rather than just kind of taking the bigger picture look or the looking at it, you know, from the five, you know, 5,000 foot survey and say, okay, uh-huh. he, here are the, the two main competing worldviews. And here's generally what they think. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take this worldview because this is what I believe. And Scott's going to take this worldview because this is generally what he believes. Right. And and then we're go- we're both going to defend and try to uh, eliminate. I don't say eliminate the other, but, you know, we're going to try to defend what we, you know, give evidence and support. And, and we're also going to try to show that the other person's claims or other person's evidence maybe is unfounded or false mm-hmm. or whatever. Well, here, let's try this on for size. Okay. Um, here, here's a little bit from my perspective. Okay. You're, you're, I mean, listen to the, to the listening to the way that you phrase it. And I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying it's a different perspective. Okay. We're both looking at things from different points of view. We're looking at different parts of the elephant here. Right. And so um, what you just said, the way you're describing it is you have your worldview, I have my worldview, and we're butting them head to head to see which one's the better one, right? You know, it, it's yeah. the it's the natural versus the supernatural. Okay, now here here's here's what it looks like from my perspective. Okay, from my perspective is I'm saying that the natural world exists and functions, and you're saying that there's a natural world, but there's also the supernatural world. Okay. So if you look at it from that perspective, we both agree that there's, that there's a natural world, but you're saying that there's this extra thing. And so, and so from, from my perspective, from my point of view, and, and you might disagree with, with, uh, you know, with our respective perspectives, (laughs) um, um, you might disagree with, with that point of view, but, can you at least understand that that's how I'm seeing it? Yeah, I that, do. I mean, I, I can't say that that's not how you see it. I mean, that's that's your perspective. But uh-huh. also what I'm saying, though, is I think the, the distinction isn't that we both agree there's natural and I only really think that there's supernatural at this point. The distinction is I don't think nature caused the universe. I don't think nature or, or we or matter can have objective moral values, could be an objective standard. Okay. I don't think that, you know what I'm saying? And so, uh, whereas you're saying it can. Okay. So, 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 so let's that, look at that point. Let's look at that point. Let's take that one little point. Let's blow it up. Okay. So that's that's different than what you were saying before. If I'm saying we can have objective moral values... In a, in a naturalistic world, and you're, and I'm not saying that that's proof that naturalism is true, right? What I'm saying is that it fits the description, quote unquote, right? It fits the, you know how like like if uh, you know police are looking for somebody, they'll give a description, they'll have a, give a handful of, right. of of descriptors, six foot two, wearing a blue jacket and white shoes. Okay, so you know, so what I'm saying is that I have a model that's six foot two wearing a blue jacket and wearing white shoes. Now I'm not saying, yeah. and I'm not, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm saying that 
if you make an argument claiming that it's impossible for there to be natural, naturalistic, uh, objective moral standards, that's what I'm disagreeing with. That's the claim. If you claim that it's impossible for it to be natural, then that's what I'm disagreeing with. Well, then why don't we do this? Why don't we both of our both of our suspects fit the description? Now let's talk about which one better fits the description or which one is the real suspect or the real murderer and the other one's just a just a, a suspect. Why don't we do that? So, right? So okay. so I'm saying that my guy fits the description you're saying your guy fits the description and 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 now let's dig let's as detectives dig a little deeper and let's okay. see w- which is the real murderer and 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 which is just the phony baloney um okay like what what's your hesit like why do you feel hesitant or well or uh cuz again it it's it's i'm not i'm not saying that I'm not making the claim that this is how we, you know, this is, this is it. I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that your, uh, your explanation is eliminated here. What I'm saying is that it's reasonable to, uh, to accept this as a naturalistic, objective, moral standard. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Do you think maybe, it's reasonable for me to accept? Maybe it I'm as in a violent agreement with you here. Maybe I'm in violent agreement <laughs> with you here. No, uh, no. May, maybe I, I'm making up a, a a distinction here that's not there. Um, well, no, there might be. There. That's why we're trying to flush this out. I, I mm-hmm. don't want to. Uh, I don't want to proceed like in this particular this particular one. Uh, like I want to keep. I want to do this tonight, right? But I don't mm-hmm. want to proceed into this particular one. Like if there's like you know if we're kind of like off step, off kilter, you know, like we definitely have to be on the same right. page. Okay. Um, you know, before we get in the swing of things, and that's like t- to me, like listening to that, I have no idea what you believe now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like I do. Uh, mission I do. accomplished. Mission accomplished. <laughs> I do, but it seems just so shifty. Like, and it might just be that you're being technically right. Like, I know that there's burdens of proof, you know, depending on who makes the claims mm-hmm. and and things like that. I was actually just listening to. Um, it makes it sound like I only listened to William Lane Craig. I swear to God, I listened to a lot of other people, but I was listening to right, him about right, okay. about <laughs> about <laughs> he's like. <laughs> Just below the Apostle Paul, maybe above the Apostle Paul. Anyhow, um, <laughs> I was, uh, I was. I don't think Paul was, has a podcast, though. So, no, he <laughs> well, he did save. Or no, that was Peter three thousand on the five thousand on the day of Pentecost. Anyhow, um, he had um, um, William Lee Craig was saying that uh, when he had a debate with, um, oh, I think his name was Eric Wheeler, uh, Eric. Wireland or Weirland or something like that. Uh, I know the guy. I, I saw him actually debate someone else. But when he had a debate with him, uh, Craig used to argue that um, atheists have or naturalism uh, or you can't have objective moral values without God. And that's what he believes. But in the debate, he decided um, and they decided ahead of time that that 
he wouldn't be defending that claim mm-hmm. that actually he was going to defend um a much more um um modest claim that um that uh that god best explains objective moral values okay and so that 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 way eric wheelen eric wheelenberg that's his name that way eric wheelenberg had to also defend why he believed that naturalism best explained objective moral values they both believed that their mm-hmm. position was right and that neither one neither one thought well there's no way that could be true uh, but they they both were pretty honest with in the debate, thinking that their position was the right one, mm-hmm. and so they both had a burden of proof, and they also both um, um, went on the offensive too to try to show that the other person's is is lacking, and so there was this kind of. Then that's all I'm. That's actually how I thought all this 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 mm-hmm. kind of was, but see how it was kind of nuanced, and 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 it was technically correct, even though. It caught Wielenberg off a couple places because he was attacking a view that Craig wasn't wasn't, wasn't defending you know, he, in that debate, right? Which might seem like a crazy de- debate tactic. I don't think he meant it that way. Mm-hmm. He was just trying to take a modest view so that they could both have that burden of proof. And so that's what I'm saying with you that 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 maybe you're being you're technically maybe you're technically right that that, that in what you believe that you that you. Uh, um, we both believe in the natural, but I believe also that there's the supernatural. Mm-hmm. So then I would then be making the claim that I need to defend. Right. I feel like a little spoiled kid, though, but I don't like that. I, I mean, I don't. Well, but, I don't but, think I mean, that makes for an interesting. But that's part of that's part of making a claim is you gotta you gotta go out on a limb and you gotta you got you know you gotta do that. Now there are some things I'm willing to make claims on, but. You know, knowing the the nature of the universe is not one of them. Um, you know, so I'll, you're I'll, not you're so you're not willing to, to to as an as an atheist, a naturalist, you're not willing to make the claim that um, that that it was a natural cause to the universe. I'm not making. The, if not, then that that must seem like see. That's why I'm confused. I'm not claiming to know like, anything. Right, you're talking like an agnostic. Like, hey, I'm not taking any position here. Uh, you're the one with the burden of proof, and 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 I don't I don't want to do that. I want us both to have positions we believe in and have to support. Uh huh. Because, like, so what would you be willing to? So then, so then like, we need. What to, are things that you believe? Well, one thing that I, you know, if if I don't want to make this about naturalism, because that's because because like again, you know. The way I'm looking at it is we both think that there's this one thing and you're saying that there's this other thing also. Okay. And and what I'm saying is there's no reason for us to believe in this other thing. Also, this thing that we already both believe in is sufficient. Okay. And so what I am willing, if you, if you want to make it, if you want it to be uh, a head to head back and forth, you are making a claim. You are making a claim that naturalism sufficiently explains what we see, and I'm right. saying that, but that's different. It, it that's doesn't. not that's not excluding the possibility. That's not excluding the possibility. I'm saying that, I'm saying that there's no reason to think that there's an extra that there's this extra thing. Just like you don't think it would make sense to for somebody to say, 
um, well, we have the natural world, of course, and then we have God, of course, but then we have also this other thing, God's mom or whatever, you know, whatever you want right. to call it. There's this other thing right. above that. And you're like, right. that's ridiculous. We don't need to, th- we don't need that. God already explains everything there. You know, that's enough of an explanation. There's no reason to think about God's mom or God's drunk uncle Joe or whatever. Right. But right? so, but, but, but when I, when I, so, so if I was say I was defending God's mom, the position there's the natural the supernatural and god's mom Mm -hmm. say i was or or let's just use abstract objects how about that that makes more sense so let's just say i'm defending natural supernatural and this there's platonic realm of abstract objects out there and um and so i'm defending that and you're saying hey there's no reason that that there's i there's there's this realm because because what we see now um best you know it, it can account for that well, what if I say it can't account for it? Then you're going to have to give reasons why it can't account for it. Okay. You're going to have to say, well, naturalism accounts for it because X, Y, or Z. You see what I'm saying? So, so yeah, I say there is the natural too. But what I'm saying is the natural can't account for these objective moral values. And you're saying, yes, it can. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, okay, that's your claim. You're saying naturalism can account for these things, and I'm saying here's something no. I here's something I'd be comfortable with. Okay, I, okay. W- what's making me uncomfortable is is uh, um, you're you're you, I've told you that I'm a methodological naturalist, and that um, it's it feels like you're expecting me to defend philosophical naturalism which is not a position that I hold. Remember, f- philosophical naturalism yeah, is, so. is the, the a priori belief that there's, that you, there's just no supernatural, and, and so forget about it. Whereas methodological naturalism is, well, this is what we got, right? right. We, we, we got these natural senses, and we got these natural things. This, so this is what we got to work with. So for the time being, that's what we're going to work right. with, because that's, that's what we have. And so, um, and so I... I I, I don't want to defend philosophical naturalism because that's not a position that I hold unless we want to have like a, a mock argument, which I, I think would be kind of a waste of time. Um, so if, if you want to, if you want to make it a head to head, let's do this. So let's, uh, let's, um, this well, argument, let, let me, let, let me just real quick, go back to the philosophical me- methodological business. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like, uh, the the thing is though is is that I'm then a methodological theist. In that in that I'm not ruling out the possibility of the natural. Um, basically, all you're saying as a methodological uh, naturalist is that you're that you have some sense of certainty uh, about certain things, um, and, and some and some uncertainty about others, but. Um, you fall into a certain camp. So so y- you could wear the hat of a naturalist because you think that's right from what we know. And I could wear the hat of a theist because I think that's right based upon what we know. So all the differences between a philosophical naturalist and a methodological na- is the fact that the philosophical naturalist won't ever convert. He won't even ever look at evidence <laughs> for, at least with a methodological naturalist, he'll say, hey, I'll give you guys a fair shake. But it doesn't mean you don't hold any uh, any particular worldview. You're a naturalist. Um, uh, but it doesn't mean that your your opinion can't change because you hold that. I mean, if I'm a theist, but my position could change, 
I could deconvert and become something else or, uh, or become a naturalist. Mm-hmm. Um, that, 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 so I'm not asking you to hold the philosophical naturalist position. I'm just asking you to defend a view. Um, and it, but I, but I think that phrase there, I think that phrase there, defend a view, that is what's pushing it into the phil- uh, philosophical no, naturalism. No, because me- methodological naturalists defend uh, views all the time. If not, then they're agnostic. Then they just don't hold views. I just don't hold a view. I just don't. You know what I'm saying? Like um, the only distinction I see between the two is one at the beginning says, nope, no way, never. I'm not even considering it. And the other one still holds the naturalist position, but they say, huh, I'm open to whatever ends up being the truth. See, I, I think that's, there's the disconnect right there. Okay. The, all right. So tell me, tell me what the disconnect was. So, so the, the disconnect is, from at least from my point of view, is that the methodological naturalist is not saying, um, how did you phrase it? Uh, I still hold this view, but I'm willing to change. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that I hold a view. What I'm saying is, we want to learn about the world, and these are the tools that are in front of us, and so this is how we learn about the world. What what the what the philosophical naturalist is saying? Okay, we want to learn about the world. We have these tools in front of us, and there's no reason there there's there are no other tools available. There are no other tools out there at all. And what the methodological naturalist is saying, well, these are the tools that we have on us. And so this is what we're going to proceed with. Right. I see no so, distinction. So, you're so working with the same toolbox. You're working you just with the same open. toolbox. You're just open to the possibility that there might be other tools. It, so you're a naturalist, but you're open to the possibility there's something else. Right. The philosophical, philosophical atheist is a naturalist who says, nope, there is nothing else. So, yeah, you hold the position. You are a naturalist. You're a humanist naturalist. And don't and so bring what I'm, certainty into any point here. Like, you don't have to be 100% certain to hold a view. I'm a Christian, but I'm not 100% certain. See, but it, but it, that's, right? that's the point, is it's, is it's not about beliefs. The, the What's method, it about then? It's about we want to learn about the world, and these are the tools we have. So this is how we proceed. Do you see and that's how it. hard this is for that's the it. theist? Do you see how hard this is for the theist? Do, do you see how at least how it looks like you're jumping to and fro? I can't pin you down on any freaking thing. Do, do you see how at least I would see that as being that way? Definitely. I mean, I know you. I know Definitely. you. So I know you're not like that. But I'm well, like, what the heck do you believe then? Like, what do you believe? Do you make any positive claims? What do I believe about what? What do you, do you what do you believe about? I don't know. Objective moral values. I believe that uh, a naturalistic standpoint can provide a reasonable <clears throat> standard for object uh, a reasonable objective standard for morality and that do i will you argue think, okay do you think that a theist can provide a reasonable ob- basis for objective moral values no okay so you then support the position that that you what exactly what you said and all support the 
the position that atheist or that theism uh, can do the same thing. And I'll argue why I don't think that that naturalism provides a better basis. And you argue why theism doesn't provide a better basis. Well, my argument's going to be my argument's going to be one sentence, and that is, well, you haven't provided a reasonable uh, argument to believe that there is a God. I mean, that's what it's going to boil down to is is that. Now, what we can do is what we could if if you want to make it. uh, Here's what I. Kind of a mixture of of what what I'm saying and what I'm imagining that you're saying, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. What we can talk about is um, kind of what I thought, not what I thought we were talking about, but what I think that you thought we were talking about. And that is, um, does it make more sense to uh, to use a, a theistic standpoint as uh, to form an objective moral standard, or does it make more sense to use a naturalistic standpoint to put together uh, an uh, um, an objective moral standard. Does that, that's fair. am I, am that's I off? fair, but no, that's fair. But I, I'm, I'm failing really other than semantics. I'm failing to see the distinction between what you just said. Uh-huh. And, and I think that naturalism is the best explanation for objective moral values. And then I say, I think theism is the best. You well, know, I, I, I fail to see the distinction between those two things. I, I guess, uh, and, 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 you know, maybe I am making a, a, you know, maybe I'm nitpicking a little too much here, but I just, even the way that you say it is an explanation for objective moral values. Okay. Is a better explanation. Yes. But it, it, you don't think naturalism is a better explanation for objective moral values? I, theism? I, I, I don't think I agree with the way that you're phrasing the sentence. I don't think object. I don't think. I don't think moral values exist as like a thing. Okay, it's it's not like a some kind of force in the world or, or you know something like it's not like a thing. It's not something that requires an explanation. Objective describes so, you know, a, a particular standard. It's either objective or it's not. You know there. There's a thing here. It's it's either objective. You can describe it objectively, or is it or is it a subjective thing? And the second thing is, does it make sense to use that as a standard for morality? So you don't see any reason why the naturalist would have to defend his position that that there's an objective basis. No, what I'm saying so is, like, is that. Morality is not something that is caused. Okay, it's not like God sat up at at his desk and said, "Hmm, I'm gonna. I need to come up with some kind of morality here. I need to come up with a you know, with a proper way to do things, and then made his list." Okay, I did. Yeah, that. I mean, we have actions that we do, and we can describe them as moral or immoral. Now, does it make sense to use this standard to describe things as moral, or does it make this? Does it make more sense to use this thing to describe them as moral? Okay, so morality is not like a thing. Okay, morality is uh, it's a it's a, a way of describing actions. It's a way of describing you can describe an action as being moral or immoral. 
just like you can describe an act, you know, a, a ball as being red or not red. Okay. Right. And now does it make, does, and so if we want to describe a ball as red, we can, there's a various ways no. that we can measure, and, you know, is it red or is it not? We can compare it to a color chart. We can, you know, re, uh, measure the wavelengths of the light being reflected off of it. We can, uh, spin right. this spinner of colors and see which one pops up. You know, right. some of those make sense to determine whether it's red. Some of those make less sense. Right. To- but we're talking about is ought. Mm-hmm. You're, you're telling me what something is. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that morality is this. Mm-hmm. It is that. Right. But I'm I'm telling you that we all have a sense of what ought to be. Right. And and that, that we ought to do certain things. And if you have an ought. You have to have an ought giver. You have to, because oh. if you don't have an ought, if you don't have an ought giver, you can't have an ought. You just have what is. What well, is the case? I disagree with that. I disagree right. with that. So, so, right. So, we have to figure out what kind of verbiage you would be comfortable with, um, like, you know, so that we can, so that we can make this happen. Right. Because I, I feel like it's, it's, man, it's hard to pin you down, uh, and 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 maybe listen. Maybe you're being very technically correct, and maybe I'm just ignorant of of that. You know, m- maybe I just don't know enough about um, formal arguments to to know that you're being extra careful and very. You know, you're you're doing things very precise. You know, mm-hmm. as to have these good discussions, right? That could be the case too, right? I it could be. Uh, based off my complete ignorance, I'm just going off of what I've heard every other debate that I've that I've listened to about objective morality. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, have been what best describes or what best explains uh, objective moral values, naturalism well, or theism. So, well, speaking of the the is ought issue, uh, I did mention in the notes here. I think I put. Um, where did I put? Oh, uh, moral duties arrive from the fact that we're a social species. And I, and I, I put that on yeah. there because um, it didn't come up uh, at the beginning of, of the part one. Right. We, uh, we talked briefly yeah. about uh, uh, moral actions and moral obligations. Uh, but that ne- right. but that never and I was ready to talk about it, but it never came up. And that's fine because we had plenty to, you know, we had plenty of other things to talk about. But I put a right. note on there because I wanted I wanted you to know that that's kind of what I was thinking. So um, here's here's my take on on the is ought issue, and this this could frame um, th- you know the discussion as well. Is that ought really doesn't mean ought doesn't mean anything without a goal in mind? Okay, so if you if you're talking if like let's say let's say you're holding some cards in your hand. Let's say you have you have five cards. Okay, you have a jack of diamonds, a two of spades, and, you know, some other right. cards we, or whatever. We've, we've been through yeah, this. Yeah, right. And we've so, been through this. It doesn't matter what cards I have in my hand if I have no idea if I'm playing poker or exactly. So, war so, so, or whatever. So when you're deciding what you ought to do, when you're deciding what to, you ought to do, it depends on what your goal is. Okay, if your goal is to win poker, then you ought to, you know, go for pairs or whatever, you know, however you approach your poker. If, you're, if your goal is to play go go fish then you know you're gonna have a different strategy if, you, if your goal is to play you know if your goal is to murder the person sitting across the table then you're then what you ought to do is drop the cards pick up that knife that's right next to you and <laughs> thrust it forward right, right so so right. the ought 
you know, ought by itself is meaningless. Ought, you, you know, you need to have a goal in order to determine what the ought is. Okay, just okay. like uh, just like the word value doesn't, uh, you know, or useful. Okay, something can be useful to accomplish a particular goal. Okay, uh, a Swiss Army knife is, uh, you might be able to say that it's useful in, in many circumstances, uh, but it's not all that useful in a gunfight, just like the old saying, you know, don't bring a knife to a gunfight. Okay, so right. it's not going to be useful in a gunfight or like a nuclear war, that kind of thing. And so those kind of, uh, of, of relational type of judgments ought to. Right, uh, right. Should. You have to have goals value. That kind right. of thing. So there has to be a goal. So, um, so, okay. so when you just say a, a raw ought, okay, you're describing what is. How do you get to? How do you get to what ought? Okay. So then we have to think of that in the context of a goal. Okay. Okay. So, um, so then, so where would we go from there? So whose goal? Who, whose goal? Like, right? Is that where you're going with that? Like, whose goal or, or like, I'm, I'm just, that would be my next question. What, what kind of goal? Well, it depends what we're talking about. If we're talking about morality, right? We're talking uh, about, um, you know, being good, about being help. You know, let's look at the things that we describe as being moral and we can infer the goal from those things. Yeah. But in order to have ought, there has to be some authority. There has to be some kind of authoritative. Well, authority can be the reality of the situation. If I if I want you to if I want you to split a log, if we're camping and I want you to split a log, um, and so ought you use the hatchet or ought you use this spool of fishing wire? Okay. Well, right. you ought to use right. the hatchet. Well, who said that? Who who made that rule? Who dictated right. that? But I right. It's but the I reality that, of the situation that dictated. Right. But that. I think what we're well, I think what we're talking about though is we're talking about moral duties that we are enforcing upon other people that that you would want to hold the Germans accountable for the slaughter of the Jews, mm-hmm. and so in order to do that. You you have to have some kind of basis for that. It, it can't. I'm talking about an ought that has some kind of backing behind it. Not should I ought to use a hammer or ought to use fishing line? Mm-hmm. Like th- that's a, just a question of of pragmatic issues, and it it, it doesn't it doesn't. Uh, I, I'm not trying to to make any kind of. Um, um, uh, judgments upon anybody else based upon what I ought to use. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a different kind of ought. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the ought where we can hold people culpable mm-hmm. and accountable. So we both believe that there's some objective things out there, and we both believe people ought to be held accountable. Mm-hmm. So the, the but the question is 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 is, is we're talking about that kind of ought. I don't know if there's. Uh, maybe I had to look up ought in the dictionary. I don't know if there are certain philosophical distinctions. There might be, because this is the kind of ought I'm talking about. I, I don't think that we can hold people accountable. We don't hold animals, certain animals. We don't hold any animals accountable for stuff, except for dogs, for biting people. But we don't, you know, a monkey steals a, a 
you know, takes a banana from another monkey, he doesn't steal it, just takes it. We don't hold the monkey accountable because he he has no oughts. He's just acting as he does in the wild. Well, we hold and them accountable just, to the gr- to the degree that they can understand what they're doing. Um, well, see, to, I think you have to make because it wouldn't make, make, make sense make, to hold them accountable because it wouldn't it wouldn't have any effect on them because they wouldn't understand. So your your expectation you then. So you'd be saying then then the oughtness depends on your level of sentience. Right. Your 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 ability to understand understand what is going on. So like you said, um, you know, we, we we train our dogs and we do hold them accountable. If they if they misbehave, then they don't get a treat, right? And if they behave correctly, then we do give them a treat. But we wouldn't hold uh, a worm to that same level of expectation. We're not going to, you know, it wouldn't make a lot of sense to say, Oh, I'm not going to give you this little bit of fungus or whatever worm. I don't know what do do worms eat. Right. So, you know, I'm not, it wouldn't make a whole lot of sense because the worm doesn't understand. And so, so we do have, obviously a dog is way below human level of understanding. And so, and so that's why there's that apparent difference because we don't have a lot of uh, pretty smart, I mean, dolphins, of course, are, you know, are smart chimpanzees. There are things that are that are smarter than than other non-human animals, but they're still way behind human beings. Right. OK, but likewise, a worm would be way behind where a dog is. You know, a dog can understand way more than what a worm can. It's just purely sure. stimulus response. Right. And and um, and uh, well, of course, we could make the argument that more yeah, complicated but we don't- thinking is just more complicated stimulus response. But that's a, a separate episode. Right. Oh, boy, that is <laughs> that's like many episodes <laughs> tangled into one. And I think that I would probably learn a lot more in that episode than I would be dishing out for <laughs> sure. Uh, but I, I but I think that we're we're um, you know, we're talking about all this stuff and I feel like we're not getting a podcast in. It makes me kind of mad. <laughs> like, uh I know that this is important to hurdle, mm-hmm. but um, you know, man, I, I just. You know what I think? It, what's that? I think we just recorded an episode. Uh, you think so? What do we call this sucker? I, well, I, I don't know. I think I think we just got one right there. I, and I think we still have I, man, we still have more to do. That. I think we still have. Man, I'm so so glad I told you to press play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you too. This shows how people can work through. And I, I don't I don't think we're done, of course, working through this uh, some of this nuance things. But um, I'm, I'm glad that we are because we could show people that like, hey, listen, you could disagree and you could work through stuff and not hate people mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? And not like um, and not have like that because the whole time that I was doing that. And, and the whole time we were talking, uh, I may have had like my, my voice may have raised, but it's just my personality. Right. So like I was never at any point mad. Oh, I, or I, angry didn't, I didn't get you. that impression at you know, all. I didn't get I know, that at all. I know. Yeah. I said I, good because I, I, I want our listeners to see that, too. Like, it, <laughs> it, right. Like, I, oh, I now that you know, there's going to be an episode. Now you're like uh, brushing right. <laughs> off your shoulders and oh, <laughs> I'm backtracking. <laughs> right, right, right. No, I just, I know what I you just mean. Want, I know what you mean. Yeah, I just. Yes. Yeah. So, like, OK, yeah. Um, so where do you want to go from here with this? All right. Well, let's um, I think we can reframe. I think we're going to have a part three of this now. I think uh, okay. uh, let's um, let's uh, call this one a wrap. OK, let's uh, I think I think what we did. I don't know. Uh, to me, 
this uh, peek into our process, to me, I think would be fascinating. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, it would like like. Uh, yeah, I don't know what we call it, but I almost feel like it's it was a hurdle. You know, one. You know, we've we've had many hurdles. Uh-huh. And and this was kind of a hurdle that we've yeah it, it hasn't been like it hasn't been like a sparring match it's been like a hey you and I both have to cross this creek right so let's let's find a way to do that yeah let's you know? let's get so wet it, okay so yeah I I know yeah right. and so um yeah I don't think we need to worry about what to call it I think that'll come to us but um uh yeah I think I think we just recorded a damn episode and I think that's going to be a good one all right good. Well, then that makes me feel better. (laughs) (laughs) And there you have it, gang. That was your behind the scenes look at the God or Not podcast. Uh, Right. Jamie and Scott at their best. Sarcasm, sarcasm. Uh, But I'm glad you guys were able to listen in and hear real world uh, conversation between two guys trying to get along and yet still trying to hold some ground and and defend their position and and so we hope that you enjoyed kind of the back back to scenes what do you think uh how'd that go scott uh good i you know i like the way that you just phrased it the two guys trying to to you know trying to figure it out it reminded me of the odd couple you know the intro to the odd couple where at the end i don't i'm giving away my age here but you know the odd couple with uh um, you know, Oscar Madison and Felix Unger, right? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. You know the show I'm talking about? I do, only because Please I watch it on the old person, ah, old right, person yeah. classics. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so so at the end of the intro, they say, can these two guys learn to live with each other without killing each other or something along those lines? Yeah. And so that's that totally reminded me of this. And incidentally, do you remember when we first started talking about the podcast? Yes. We thought we talked about possibly trying to use that intro, the music, yeah. for the for the, and it turned out that wouldn't have been very uh, cost it effective. Was, yeah, was was wasn't <laughs> going to work, but uh, I do remember that, and that's that's kind of what we're doing here, and so that's yeah. that's what you got, that's what you guys got with this. So um, that was that. Yep. Then the next now now we're moving on to a, a little side bit that we call low blow. And a uh, low blow is just something that uh, either I or Scott believe that was a low blow. It's something that, that might be a, a misconception or, or, or something that, that we think somebody didn't get, they, they didn't get it right. And, right. and something then, that, that just irks just a, you. It's just a low blow. Like, come on, man, that was a right. low blow. Right. And yeah. so, so we want to set the record straight. And so, uh, and so up next we have Scott and he's going to do a little bit on what we call low blow. Low blow. Okay, so for this low blow today, uh, I wanted to talk about a common misconception on the definition of atheism. Uh, I see this a lot, especially discussions online where you don't really know the other person. And there's uh, certain assumptions made when somebody calls themselves an atheist. And so I just wanted to kind of flesh out a little bit how... um, um, how the word is used commonly uh, nowadays. And, then, and, and um, the way that I use it is to mean basically an atheist is just not a theist. I'm just, it's just somebody who does not have, uh, does not buy uh, or accept the claims, the theistic claims made by, you know, 
a theist. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I, and I think that that from, from my uh, experience with atheist organizations and, and so forth, I think that's a pretty common way of viewing it, at least from within the atheist community, right. if there is an atheist community. Oh, there is. And so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there, there might be multiple, you know, many, many atheist communities, but, uh, um, but from my experience, that that's kind of the approach. And, and what we're what we're saying is, I'm not asserting that there's no God. I'm not saying I know for a fact, or I'm even, or I even believe that there's no gods. What I'm saying is that I'm just, I don't believe that there is a God. And and one example that uh, um, I think is pretty commonly used is is if I asked you, um, well, if I told you I have a certain number of whole dollar bills in my pocket, uh, do you believe that they're an even number of dollar bills or an odd number of dollar bills. And so I'm atheistic uh, on that point. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My point exact. Yeah. So, so you don't really have any, any reason to believe that there's an even number of dollar bills. Um, and so you wouldn't believe that, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're on the side of the odd number of dollars, even though there's only two possibilities, it must be an even number or an odd number just because you don't accept that it's an even number of dollar bills does not mean that you are believing that it's an odd number of dollar bills. Same mm -hmm. thing with a God. There's a really, there's only two options. There either is a God or there isn't a God. And so, and just because I don't believe that there is a God, it does not mean that I am pushed over to the other side saying that I believe that there is no gods. Now there are atheists that are, that, that, that would classify themselves as being, um, definitely believing that there's no gods for mm -hmm. various reasons. And, um, and so, and they would also be an atheist. They're, they're still also not an atheist, but it's just a different flavor of atheists. Just there's different flavors of atheists, just like there's different flavors of theists. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so what I would, what the reason that I wanted to bring this up as a misconception is that um, if you're, if you're talking to an atheist, uh, don't make assumptions. Don't don't assume that you know what they believe. Just like if I were talking to you or to a Christian or to somebody who who I didn't know anything about their religion, I'm not going to make assumptions about what they believe. I'll ask them, um, even if I think I know. Then um, you know I think it's a safe bet to to just ask, just to verify. And mm -hmm. so uh, so if you're talking to somebody, even if they've called themselves an atheist, uh, you know I know that there's a long history of of this word and it's been used in in you know, a couple different ways for a long, long time, way back to antiquity. Um, but, you know, it's, I think it's just common courtesy, you know, just don't make assumptions about what the other person believes, even if they use words that you think that, uh, that, you know, they might use it differently. Right. Uh, what are your thoughts? What are you, uh, what are you thinking on this? Well, I mean, I think it's fair that we shouldn't assume what other people think. Um, you know, typically the definition of atheism I think the most commonly used throughout history is just the belief there is no God. So um, I think I only have two objections. I don't even know if you want to call them objections to the misconception, because, listen, if you want to call yourself whatever, you can call yourself that. I'm all right with that. Um, the first objection is I think that kind of the, the definition we're talking about here, kind of this lack of belief or just, just not necessarily b believing in a God is – um, it's really broad. It, it, it paints a real broad brush and includes a whole lot of people because I guess under that definition, I mean, babies would be atheists um, and rocks would be atheists. And, and sometimes I think maybe that definition is encroaching a little bit upon like 
agnostics. Um, and I know that normally agnosticism is uh, t- tends to be defining more of a um, um, kind of a, a belief in terms of uh, knowledge, like a claim to knowledge. Um, mm-hmm. But a lot of times, too, um, you know, at least in, in my camp, we kind of look at things as, you know, you have theists on one side and atheists on the other, and then the agnostic in the middle. The, the, theist, mm-hmm. the theist makes the claim that there is a God, and to a certain level of, of, of um, probability or certainty. So you may mm-hmm. be a, um, a theist who is about 75 or 80% certain that there's a God, but you would still call yourself a theist. And then on the opposite end, there would be an atheist, and level of certainty, I don't think, really would, would come into play there. Uh, you either believe there's a God or not, and atheists believe there isn't a God, and maybe they're 75% certain that there isn't a God, and they leave the rest open. And then the, 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 I think a lot of uh, the people would fall in the middle, would be agnostic. Either they don't know mm-hmm. if there's a God, well, it could go one way or the other, or um, they have um, they, they say, well, there's just no way for us to know. And so that's kind of traditionally how I've seen things. So I think that would probably mm-hmm. be um, kind of my first objection is that that um, it, it kind of squeezes the agnostic out a little bit and, and kind of paints a, a right. little wider brush. But I do agree with you in that if somebody wants to classify themselves as something I'm okay with that. The mm-hmm. the other thing that I kind of get brought up is this <clears throat> kind of the burden of proof, um, and so let me let me pause let me pause you one second yeah, there. Sure. Let me uh, let me let's come back to that. Let's uh, let's come back to that burden of proof issue. And but before we go on, uh, I want I just wanted to comment and say that I thought that what you just said was was fair. I think that's perfectly fair, and I think this cuts both ways. Uh, I think just as I'm asking. Uh, somebody talking to me not to make assumptions based on just the fact that I call myself an atheist. And by the way, I would call myself an atheist and an agnostic. Um, you know, I, I feel I'm, I'm, I'm an atheist because I, I don't believe that there's a God and I'm an agnostic because I don't know for sure either mm-hmm. way. Right. Um, but but I, I would say it cuts both ways. And I, I would this would also be an appeal to atheists. Uh, even if you're you're used to using the term one particular way, I think it's fair to understand that other people use it in different ways, some of which are perfectly legitimate, are, per, are fairly common. Like you said, there's, there's, you know, there's a long history of, of using the word as atheist to mean uh, somebody who believes that there's no God. Um, I would argue that it, there's just as long of a history for, for my definition, but, but that's, not, that's not the point that I'm trying to make here. Um, just as if somebody's approaching you and starts talking to you, don't assume that just because you say that they're you're an atheist that they know what you mean. Right. So just so just like I'm asking uh, the person talking to me to ask me what I believe, um, I would also um, appeal to um, myself and say I shouldn't assume that they know what I'm talking about. That's fair. And so you know, and 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 I think what's important here is not that we label things with the right label. What I think is important is that we understand where we stand on this issue, and, and you know if we're if we're if we're using uh, labels to if that's obstructing our communication, then that's a problem. 
the labels shouldn't if they're they shouldn't be obstructions they should be helping to facilitate communication and if they're not doing that then you got to do something different so, right and i think um, that comes down to clarification so like, yeah if you want to yeah. paint yourself with that broader brush i'm fine with that I, it's just going to be mm-hmm. one of those things where i'm probably going to have to clarify i'm gonna have to say well what mm-hmm. what exactly do you mean and and uh just communicate and uh right so i think that that's fair if like i said if you want to call yourself yeah. whatever I'm fine with that as long as we um, are able to clarify exactly what you believe. And I would do the same thing for if I was talking to a Christian, because there's lots of different groups of Christians, lots of different groups of Christians, mm-hmm. and, and many of them tell, you know, would call the other ones not Christians. Right. And so, and <laughs> yeah. so, if it's, so just because somebody tells me they're a Christian doesn't necessarily mean that they're the same type of Christianity that I grew up with. I'm a the heretic. same type of Christianity that you grew up with. Uh, I'm a heretic yeah. to some, so, right. So, right, I can't make assumptions about what they think about hell or what they think about this, that, or the other thing. Uh, but anyway, but we're, we're, uh, we're getting off track here. What, let's go back to uh, what you were saying about burden of proof, because I think that's uh, an important thing to, to yeah, touch on Yeah, so here. the uh, burden of proof, just in, in my experience, um, I've dealt a lot of times with atheists where I'll, I'll, I'll get into a dialogue either online or in person, and um, I'll be basically playing defense the whole time. Um, you know, they're throwing questions at me and, and this and that. And then when I push back, I'll, I'll usually or not usually, but in some cases get the response of, oh, well. I didn't make a claim. I just lack a belief in God. You're the one claiming that there's a God, so you have to provide proof. And for me, that just seems unfair. You know, I have a worldview and a set of beliefs, and I'm willing to defend those beliefs. And if you're going to dialogue with me, then that means um, either you agree with me or you don't. And in, in either either case, I would expect for you to provide um, some kind of argumentation or, or reasons for for, for how you believe. So um, that was the other kind of objection. Mm-hmm. Is a lot of times that's what I'll see happen is, that, is they'll kind of throw that up as a, as a shield so that they don't have to defend what they believe and they're just constantly on offense and I'm constantly playing defense and I'm like, well, hey, this, mm-hmm. is, just, this is just not a fair uh, conversation. Now, that's obviously not like that with everybody. But that's right. just an experience I had. And that was kind of what was holding my feet to the idea that atheism is a worldview. So I, I was held to that belief because I felt so strongly that atheists do have a set of beliefs, that, that they are asserting things. And, and it, it took me a while to understand that uh, atheism isn't a worldview. It is a belief within a worldview. And and when I was able to kind of uh, look at it in that light and say, that's fine, um, I'll consider atheism a belief within a worldview. I'm completely fine with that as long as you're willing to defend it. And and, and mm-hmm. so that is uh, kind of my objection in terms of, of using that word as a, almost like a, a barrier for communication. Right. Yeah. And I, I think that's uh, I think that's a fair approach, too. I think uh, uh, I think the the label that you put on yourself should not be used to avoid your your burden of proof for for cases where you do have a burden of proof now uh i would disagree with you in saying that atheism is a belief within a worldview uh i would say more 
that atheism is a description of a person's position on one particular question. Um, you know, that might just be six or one half dozen of the other, but, um, you know, that that's kind of the way I would phrase it. And, and as far as the uh, burden of proof, um, I, I do think that it is um, not intellectually honest to if you're if you're using your your label to avoid engaging in in defending on what you believe now. Um, but you have to you have to realize that um, that people don't have beliefs on any on every topic okay there's going to be some topics where you have beliefs and some topics where you don't right like for example the dollar bill thing in my pocket right you you don't have a belief on that one way or the other and so one so one thing i think that would be helpful when when engage if it, if it appears that somebody is running from a discussion or 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 refusing to give as much as they get um well you know this might just be one of the claims that you have a belief on and they don't. And if, if that's the case, then on that particular subject or that per exact question, it might be that the atheist doesn't have a burden of proof. There might be other questions where you don't have a burden of proof if you don't have a belief on a, on a particular thing. Um, so try to, you know, try to recognize, okay, are they, are they running from the discussion or are they really, are they, are they saying what they, are they are they talking about their sense of uh, or their state of mind in this case in, in regards to this one question? Now, having said that, um, another thing that I would suggest would be to maybe rephrase the question. So, if if we're if you and I are talking about uh, is there a God? Mm -hmm. Okay, so your answer is yes, and I don't really have any. I don't really say. I don't say yes. I I don't really say no. Uh, I'm just kind of, I'm not convinced. Yes. That's what I, that's in, um, in statistics, we call that, um, failure to reject and failure to support the hypothesis. Right. Okay. So there's, so yeah, it's kind of like, uh, you know, on those surveys where you put like strongly agree, right. strongly disagree. And then there's always one in the middle and you know, no opinion one way or the other. Right. Or, or in this case, it would be no belief one way or the it other. It just seems that typically that would be called agnosticism. Right, but you know, and that goes back to what I was saying earlier. If you want to, if you want to call that agnosticism, and I'm having a discussion with you, I'm fine with you can call it whatever you want, as long as I know what you mean when you say it. Right. But uh, but if if we rephrase the question, we can we can put it in a different situation where it's not just all sure. you on the defense. Right. So we got and here so, somehow. How do you think we got here? Uh, but based well, on what method? I mean, that's just a broader question that would that would both put both people in a position where they would, if they, if they make a claim, they're, they're going to have to support yeah. it. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's all true. That, that, that's one, that would be one way to, one way to change the question into something that, that, uh, you know, that would be a little more, uh, two-sided another way, uh, a little bit more subtle, you know, that would be a little more kind of really changing the question to a different kind of question. You know, is there a God? Yes or no versus, um, you know, how do you think we got here? Okay. So that's, that's, kind of changing the, the context a little bit, but we can even just do a, a slightly more subtle tweak. If you changed it to, uh, instead of saying, do you believe there's a God? In, you could say something like, do you think that this is a reasonable argument for God? You know, that would be something that, so like, for example, let's say you, you had argument X, you're, you're saying argument X uh, is supports the, the belief that there's a God. And if, in order for me to, um, 
I, you know, that would be something that I'm more likely to say, no, I don't think it's a reasonable argument. And so in that case, I'm taking a stand on it. I'm saying, right. no, I don't believe, I believe that is not a reasonable argument. And so then you can turn around and say, why don't you think it's a, right. a reasonable argument? And That's so then fair. we can discuss, and then we can, we can talk about the, you know, the logic of it or, or the evidential support of it and that kind of thing. So that, that, that tweaks the question in such a way that we're still kind of a, uh, approaching the same uh, subject matter, but it's not all me just saying why, 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 like a four-year-old. So I, right? I guess the, uh, the it all boils down to um, communicating and and asking good questions and and letting your opponent define um, what they think and and um, certain terms. And um, there is actually. Um, a lot of legwork that uh, potentially could be done before um, a discussion even really gets off the ground. And so it's important uh, that if you're going to have these kind of really weighty discussions, um, you know, sometimes they can't be done uh, five minutes here or, or five minutes there. Sometimes it just takes a little more time so that you can get to know the other person's um, positions and, and and try to represent them the best way that um, that you can so so uh, you know that that you would be happy if they represented you in that fashion, right? Right, and and you know, and you you talk about you know legwork and spending time and that kind of thing, but a lot of times it actually saves time because then you're not spending so much time talking past each other. Right, it allows you to you know you spend you take a little bit of time investment at the beginning of the discussion. And stop before you go on and say, okay, well, what do you mean by that? You know, make sure that you understand what the other person is saying. That way you're not arguing with, you know, a straw man that you have constructed in your mind. You yeah. know, you're not talking past each other. You're actually, you know, talking head to head, which is, you know, kind of the whole point, isn't it? Yeah, sounds good, buddy. I think we may have come to some kind of, uh, dare I say, consensus on that. I I think we do. I think we do. <laughs> uh, all right. So that's... Uh, that's this low blow. And that about wraps it up for episode number four. Please send us your ideas, questions, and comments to email at godornotpodcast.com. If you'd like to know uh, more about the topics covered in this episode, Scott recommends. Scott recommends a book called Moral Origins, The Evolution of Virtue, Altruism, and Shame. And it's by a man by the name of Christopher Bame. And he talks about um, the, or well, just like it says, moral origins. He talks about how um, morality uh, evolved and, um, you know, how it began, how it, how it has its roots set um, early, early, early on in our evolutionary history. And so it's moral origins. It's a, uh, it's very, it's thick with science, but it's not overbearing. Um, there's, there's plenty of, uh, he has a, a, a very big, uh, reference section, bibliography in the back. Um, and so, uh, so you, you can feel confident that it's very, um, you know, well-researched, but it's also written in such a way that it's accessible. And so that was moral origins by Christopher Bain. What uh, do you got? Very good. I myself have how we shall then live by Francis Schaefer. And, uh, of course, Francis Schaefer was a, prolific um, Christian uh, philosopher and teacher 
and and author in the uh, in the seventies, I think in the early eighties, and uh, so he talks a, a lot about morality uh, uh, and culture and um, kind of how those how those two mesh. And uh, so we just want to say thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we hope you'll be back with us next time when Scott and I will be talking about extraordinary claims require <laughs> extraordinary evidence. Until then, this is your dialectic duo reminding you to talk to each other. See ya. This has been the God or Not Podcast. Send your questions or comments to email at godornotpodcast.com. If you'd like to support the show or grab some God or Not gear, please visit the website at www.godornotpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>